Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, guess what? Yeah, questionable conversations right now with me, Dr. Pat and Dr. Glenna Rice. Uh, We have been ramping up for this conversation, just ramping up for it. And the reason is, I mean, you know, it's so fascinating to think about how other people see us in our lives and what they wish we would do more or less of, all of the above. And today we're taking on the big one. You ready, everybody? Write write this call-in number down because you're going to want to do it. 1-800-930-2819. You're going to want to call in and get some help from Glenna on this. 1-800-930-2819. Benny, you may need a little bit too, but I don't know. You do a good job. Are you trying? Hello? Trying? Oh, another one of our favorite words. Are you trying to balance your life and work or integrating it? What, What are you doing? Balance. Balance it. Dr. Glenna Rice joining me here today is amazing. Amazing. She's the owner of Access Physical Therapy, and she is a super access facilitator. She teaches people all over the world about access consciousness. She does seminars on parenting, on the body, and a whole lot of other things. Um, We've done shows together now on everything from money. I don't think we did the sex show yet, so maybe we're going to have to do that next. But today... This show today, Glenna, comes from you and I talking about the whole balancing act, balancing act, and what the heck is that? So right now, every magazine you pick up, Oprah's picking it up. Oprah, stop trying to talk about balance, right? Not a good role model for that. Work-life balance is a buzz and a buzzword. But what if work-life integration, I like to call it harmony, could create something greater. Yeah, boy. So, Glenna, welcome to the show. And tell me how the work-life balance thing has been working for you. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Pat. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. So much fun every month to talk with you. Um, oh. And it was very, yeah, how does the balance work? I wouldn't have a clue how to do balance in my life. My life has so many aspects, and there's so many creations and so many things going on. That even to look at them from that context of balancing would be crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, my, I, it's like having a harmony, having a work life, family, community flow, a contribution, an integration. And integration is something newer that they're talking about in the business community. Yeah. Um, but, and it's cool. It's definitely different than balance because balancing sets you up for, kind of sets you up for a disaster. Because you're going to start looking at, okay, so I spent two hours with my kids, but I didn't spend that many hours at work, and now I'm wrong because I didn't do this, and I didn't get, I missed my kids this thing, or I didn't go out on that dinner. Um, and you're starting to weigh everything, compare everything, determine how much you put, time you put into each one, and if it's balanced correctly. And who knows what that means? Someone explain to me what a balanced life looks like, um, and yeah. I'd be very impressed. Yeah, I have to tell you, I don't know. And let's stop for a minute and define it. So those of you out there are thinking, okay, I got the balance going on. Balance, here's what it means. An even distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. That's one thing. The synonyms are stability, equilibrium, steadiness, footing, Uh, Another definition is a condition in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions, the correct proportions. Right. And who determines correct in that? And it's like the stability. It's a very stagnant kind of a definition for harmony, like you said, or contribution. There's a lot more flow in it. 
Because every single day, week, month, and year is going to be different with the things that are priorities in your life, in your living. The things that are valuable to you, that work for you, and then bring you joy are going to hopefully be changing all the time. I couldn't imagine two of my days that are the same. Um, and I've had sort of nine-to-five jobs back in the day when my kids were little, and they still were different every single day. And I was, I was able to, I mean, looking back now, it's been, what, 23 years, my oldest is 23, when he mm-hmm. was born, I changed my job so that I, you know, he was a huge priority in my life. Raising him, you know, I was my first time I'd been a mom. It was something really exciting, something yeah. I, you know, chosen to have as part of my life. And yeah. not seeing him wasn't something that was going to work for me, but not working and staying home was not something that was going to work for me financially and also because I loved my job. I loved what I did. I loved being a physical therapist. So I, my work, by knowing what was my priority at the time or my priorities are the things that I enjoyed, the things that I wanted to have as part of my reality, my work changed around in the most unusual way. I mean, I, I ended up doing home care when I'd been working in hospital situations. Um, so then my schedule became incredibly flexible. So I could go home for lunch and nurse him, or I could be later in the day if, you know, I could have some mornings where I had more time with him and some afternoons. So I, could, I was able to flex my schedule around um, 20-some years ago, not from a, a point of view that I'm going to have this kind of flexible schedule, but that's what I wanted my life to be like, and it created itself that way because I was choosing the things that were valuable to me to be part mm-hmm. of my life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And then, you know, part of this is we're looking at integration and we're also talking about harmony too, but we're looking at integration, right? And what that Mm -hmm. means, it has become a big word in uh, the workplace, right? It has become Mm -hmm. now this new thing because employers realize that, you know, their people were trying to strive for this balance thing they didn't really want to give them something that looked like balance. So you better come mm-hmm. up with another way to talk about people's lives. And so now right. integration being such a technical term, now let's yeah. bring that into play. Let's see if we can talk about integration with somebody's life, right? You know, yeah. that that's how we're looking at the coordination of um, or the process of bringing things into some form of equals. Again, it's an equal conversation. Or it's a coordination of mental processes to get them into a normality of things. And yet at the same time, you know, there's always this idea from a mental point of view that we're putting pieces together like a jigsaw puzzle. But, Glenna, like we're people. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We're people. So let's talk for a minute about, you know, what the difference is between this notion of balance and integration, because they have a very different energy and a very different feel, right? And then why do you think this has come up now um, after so many years? Why is this this coming up now for business? Hmm. So that's a great question. And, and, um, well, the jigsaw puzzle, I love that that, you know, still you're looking at different pieces instead of looking at what are priorities and what's valuable to you and everything becoming greater. Like, having everything you do and be and create from your business, your family life, your, you know, wellness, you know, your body, all of those being a contribution to everything else. That's more of the integration conversation and everything gains when when you're able to have all of these things that create a great life for you. Um, When you're able to contribute to them, have them create them, and none of them have more value than the other, it's, it's, they're all part of your life and your living and what you like your reality to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and why is, it, you know, why is it changing? I think there's been a lot of different things over time. One, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, you know, parent work, mom home, nine-to-five job, that kind of reality was at least talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, and that's not a reality that very few people have anymore. You know, if you have kids, both parents work. That's pretty normal, standard, the way it is. And that had to change with moms coming into the workforce or women coming into the workforce because they were handling a lot of other things outside of just work. They had to be able to find ways to integrate it. So work has had to change to keep those amazing employees in the business. 
because the women are very valuable to all these businesses. They make up a huge, we make up a huge percent of, of the workforce. And men's lives changed with that, too, because they had to, you know, look at what they were doing outside of work differently. I think that's one of the ways that the conversation started yeah. changing over yeah. time. And, you know, big businesses like Facebook and Amazon, they need their, you know, they need to have a package that yeah. looks really good to people to get their, you know. I mean, my son's starting to look at those jobs, and they are wanting really highly educated people that are going to demand having a life, too. I mean, that's what, I guess these millennials may be changing it also. <laughs> They're changing a lot of things. Yeah. What I love about what they're changing is, now look, here's the deal, right? I don't know about you, but I I remember the change in my own family and family dynamic. So, you know, it used to be, what is what are those, some of those old movies that people used to watch where, you know, five o'clock comes, you know, he comes home, dinner's on the table, all the kids are sitting down. Everybody is so attentive on what did dad do? What did the kids do? And yeah. that model and that day, you know, now if you can get people to sit at the table without, with their, their cell phones, I had to do yeah. something in the office uh, about a month ago. And I said, I don't, okay, look, I said, I don't even have my cell phone out. I said, I cannot even imagine what you guys are doing with your cell phones out. Now, if, if you're telling me that you're watching our Facebook live shows as they're happening, then that's one thing. But we are so addicted and obsessed to every text message we get on our phone, no matter what time it is or what we're doing, we cannot detach from it. Can you imagine that family setting with like, the person coming home and dinner's all hot and you're ready to go and oh man have you done that did i do that no i tried a yeah little i was bit. just wondering I, I tried back when i was married um <laughs> which is like 12 years ago now or longer um i tried to have dinners that where we all have family dinner um that was one of the things that went away with marriage with family dinner with so much ease um the kids had things to do they had homework they had all you know they're busy wonderful lives that they're creating. I did too. And I could never get dinner out there on time. It was reasonable. I could cook it, but I had so many things to do that I never was ready to eat because I like to eat after I finish most of my, most of the things I'm doing for the day. Uh, so when I, you know, it wasn't a, having dinner as a family was not a priority. It was not something that actually had that contribution to my family that people talked about. So I really started asking questions. You know, that's what this is about, Dr. Pat, is asking questions on what works for you. And I asked the kids, do you guys want to have dinner together? And I'm like, no, they didn't. So, so when we do have dinner together, it's really kind of an exciting moment. It's like, guys, should we have dinner together today? Oh, yeah, I could do it. So it's, it's almost like an event that we have as a family. You know, when we have kids, when we do something like that, which makes it really fun, and everyone kind of gathers up together to have that, not just on holidays. Sometimes we'll just do it randomly. But most of the time, dinner gets cooked, it's in the kitchen. People grab their plates and go wherever they are in the house and eat. That's the way it works in my house. And when I, you know, I asked what would actually work better. Is this, because I had to look at that. It is weird. It's different. And I am different. My, I raised my family differently. But it's like, what's going to create more? If we have dinner tonight or if we just all eat and create everything we're creating. And that's, yeah. all, that's been doing that for years. And it's fabulous, actually, for our family. Yeah, I mean, part of this is looking at our lives and asking what's possible. Let's take a short break. When we yeah. come back, we're going to answer the question about what's possible with getting a sense of balance that may not even be balance. But what is the feeling you're really in search of? What is that, you know, homeostasis part of your life you're really in search of? And what happens when you find it and the people around you don't agree? Yeah, Glenn is going to talk about that one. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests. 
as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet, welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. What is a brilliant culture, and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Do you ever feel as if you're working twice as hard but only getting half as far? Are you trying to connect with your path in life and finding it elusive? Mainstream Metaphysics Radio is a weekly call-in show where we harness our connection with the universe and use what is in our power to affect change for optimal success and happiness. This hit show bridges the divide between what is and what we do not know. Eve, named one of the country's top psychics, also known as the MBA Psychic, invites you on this journey for this live call-in show with readings, featured guests, leaders, and visionaries in both business and spiritual callings. So join Eve Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com as she takes metaphysics mainstream. For more information about Eve, visit EliteTarot.com. That's EliteTarot.com. Best-selling author, spiritual life, and business coach Joe Nunziata brings his higher energy and no-nonsense style to people who are ready to make powerful changes now. Wake up, step up, power up with a shot of Joe. Join Joe the second and fourth Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern for 30 minutes of high energy, no-nonsense, and powerful tools to make powerful changes. Visit JoeNuns.com. That's J-O-E-N-U-N-Z.com. Everybody, welcome back. Yeah, guess what? This is a topic that is on all of our minds. I am sure of it for at different points in time. Uh, Glenna Rice joining me. Glenna, before we kind of go on, how can people find out more about you? How can they find out about uh, upcoming Access Consciousness uh, events, workshops, all of the above before we jump back into this? Yeah, really quick. Um, GlennaRice.com is my URL. You can find me there. Also, if you go to accessconsciousness.com slash Dr. Glenna Rice, you will find all of my upcoming workshops. And at the Access Consciousness site, you'll find all of the classes that are going on around the world. Um, there's stuff everywhere. We're in about every country there is, I think. <laughs> there's someone, some facilitator there. And Gary and Dane have an amazing class coming up that they do. Um, they're do- rewriting their Global Foundation class in Houston this coming weekend, April 6th to the 9th. That's in class that most people, you just have to have a bars class to get to that. But just, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love to invite anyone who's looking to, you know, what is this access stuff? Great place yeah. um, to get a, you know, start to see what it's about and change. Oh, stuff that the foundation class changes is incredible. And, you know, what we're talking about today with this integration, is like how to ask questions and see what it is in your life that's actually valuable to you. So you can have an integration um, of everything that you love and enjoy and play with and have a life that really works for you. So this is a great yeah. place to start learning those tools. And there's it is one a great place. The Seattle area. Yeah, there's one coming up in the yeah. Seattle area too. Since I'm coming up there to do a three-day body class at the end of the month, what's required for that class is a body and foundation class. So there is one of those coming up um, with Danielle Veranda, and you can find her on the access site um, April 19th to the 23rd. So that's a prerequisite for my class. And just if anyone's interested in seeing me and meeting me and coming to the body class, that's how you. That's one of the requirements to go to class. That's the only requirement besides having a body. You have to have a body. Have a body. Yeah, 
That's exactly right. And, you know, here's the thing. We all want to create the flow, the vibe, the expansive nature and tap into it of life. And when we're living in a problem, right, we're Mm -hmm. stuck in a problem. That is not living in the flow of life. And so what I want to, to say is part of what you and I are talking about today can be viewed as problems for people because they're trying to balance everything. They're just trying to balance, um, you know, my life, my children. And what happens when, wait a minute, an emergency comes up. (laughs) But today we're talking about, let's just get into it. We're talking about this work-life balance and we're talking about integration and things have changed. I want to know what you think is driving this conversation so much and, you know, what the pressure has become both on men and women here to try to fit a role that is probably a bit outdated. Mm -hmm. Totally outdated. I think we should just let it go. (laughs) (laughs) How many people are actually even living a life from that old role anymore? We're trying to. Yeah, the old Viva to Beaver and those those TV shows we used to watch. Oh, they were cute. They were cute. Who was actually living it back then, too? I mean, how many people were actually fitting into that small little box? But they had, yeah. You know, interesting what you said about emergencies, because this just showed up for me. Um, Last night, I... Easter, so we didn't do a lot of Easter stuff because the, the kids weren't really around. Um, so I'm, I'm have articles. I have a bunch of articles I have to finish. They were actually supposed to be done yesterday, mm-hmm. last night. Um, loose, a loose due date, and I was getting sitting down, ready to write my articles, and I get a phone call. My daughter is um, having an allergic reaction, which she's never had in her life. Her mouth is swelling up, and so I mm. grab my clothes, jump in the car, take her to emergency which happens, right? That's integrating my work, my life, my reality, my kids, everything. That was a priority. Now, it could have been a problem. I had things to do. Um, It was a problem. I need to get, you know, she was fine. Everyone wouldn't have to worry. She was, hospital was great. We were in and out, not too many hours in an emergency room. It worked out well, better than Mm -hmm. I could imagine. Um, And I had to say, okay, so do these things have to actually get into anybody tonight? Yes or no? What's the priority here? Obviously, with that situation, my daughter's a priority. That's not a question. That's a pretty easy one for me to see. Yeah, then yeah, I had to yeah. look at the stuff that was due. And it's like, okay, this isn't a problem. No one's going to be upset that they're not in. I could, you know, I could explain what happened if that's actually required. But I didn't wake up this morning with people going, where is that article you said you put it put together? Like, it'll get there. Mm. I have today. Um you know, what's so right about these things we're not getting is something you can look at. There's so many questions. And one I love is just this simple question, is this a problem, yes or no? And you're looking at that yeah. light and have what we always talk about, Dr. Pat. So yeah. is this a problem? See if it's actually a problem. You'll find that 99% of the time there's no problem at all. It's okay. So what do mm-hmm. I have to change? What do I have to create or what do I have to be or do different so this works for me or this works out? Whatever the thing that, you know, you're concerned about or worrying about. There's so often not problems. And when you just ask the question, everything strangely can start to fall into place. The things that you um, think you don't have time for somehow become really easy. The things you, there's things that just fall away that you had no interest in doing anyway. And your life starts to get more fun, easier, greater, joyful. And isn't that really like what you were saying, what we're asking? To have lives that are greater, more fulfilling, to make us smile more often. Um, and if you can actually have everything contributing to your life, what would that look like? Mm. I want to talk about this from a lot of different perspectives. And what yeah. you just said is important. First of all, we know when we are in the flow. We know it. One of the questions you ask is, 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 is uh, what questions can you ask that create more ease? So let's talk mm-hmm. about more ease. But I love the idea that time is not real. And I'll tell you what, I've had experiences in my life, especially people have heard me talk about this, probably tired of me talking about my little, my ping pong, my table tennis yeah. playing. <laughs> when I play, 
I don't realize what time it is. You know, somebody said to me, are you kidding me? Do you really play for six hours straight? How are you doing that? And they didn't fill in the blank at your age. That, that, that's what, you know, how you, I'm telling you when I play, I do play for six hours straight. I may stop for five minutes or in between games or something, but I do not have a sense of time. I don't. I don't have a sense yeah. of what time it is or what I need to do. I may get a little hungry and have to take a little bite of something. But that is, for me, what you mean, in my words, ease. What yeah. if life could be so at peace within us that time would stay still? Yeah, that's beautiful. And I, I love hearing about your table tennis because there's such a joy in it. And you do, you, that energy you're talking about is there when you talk about it. And those mm. are the things, um, when we're talking about this, the whole topic today, the things mm-hmm. you do with that much ease, where time doesn't seem to have any reality that makes sense, that you can do for hours and not have to eat, not have to sleep, maybe even not have to go to the bathroom. You just realize, oh, my God, five hours has passed in this reality, and I was just enjoying myself. Those are the things that you love, that you enjoy, and it contributes to your reality. To whatever your reality is, to what you be and what you enjoy and what you'd like to have more of, feel like that. That's the energy they always have. And it can be table tennis. But it could also be, you know, writing an article. It could be doing some project at work. There's probably moments in everyone's life at work, even if they're pretending they hate their job or actually hate their job, where they have that. And starting to acknowledge and noticing where they are, where those places are where time seems to totally change and stand still, as you said, when you start to notice Mm -hmm. those and acknowledge them, you start to build that muscle of having that as part of your life because that's what you start asking for. And it's just, you know, wow, okay, that was amazing. How can I have more of that in my life? How can I have more of that? What would it like be my life be like if I added more of that in my life? That energy. It's not a doing. It's not, you don't have to, you know, I'd like to learn how to golf or something. It doesn't have to be a specific thing. It's the things that match that energy for you. And everybody has a different, different, it's different for everybody what that is. It could be having mm-hmm. dinner at five o'clock. There may be people that, you know, that's not me totally mm-hmm. enjoy and get that kind of ease, creating the dinner, making the dinner, presenting it, and having their family come into the room. Time may stand still for those people, so they can always manage to get on at five. Because the cool thing about time, Dr. Pat, is when you get that it's not, um, it's not real, but it's more of a creation, you can have it start working for you. So if mm-hmm. you had a family that loved five o'clock dinners, and it seems to be stressing you out because it's not happening, okay, what would it take to have total ease, always having dinner ready, and everyone here at five o'clock? How can the entire universe contribute to that? And then just see what shows up. And you may be able to have fabulous, easy five o'clock dinners at your house if that's something that brings you joy. Mm-hmm. You know, and people often don't know what it is that brings them joy, too. We have exactly. to build a muscle often to learn that. You know, exactly. and that's about asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still working yeah. on that one. Well, let's talk about it because I think it's part one. I think part one is if you've never had the, um, I want to use the word luxury because some people think it is. If you've never had the luxury of finding out what literally brings you at a state of calm or peace or joy, if you've never really given yourself permission to experience it, this is what we're talking about, Glenna, as the first step. Yeah. What are some of the ways that you, you've been able to, to find that place for you that, wow, this feels really good? How do we help people start there? That's a cool, great question. You know, and it's, it's so much really not a place, more a way of being. Because there's not really some place we can go to. Right, right, right. We can't walk over here. I can't walk over here. There's my joy. It's over in the corner. Um, but it's a way of being, and it's, you know, it comes really down to choosing it, asking for it, desiring it, and recognizing, I mean, for me, part of it was to recognize where I have had it, where I've created it, where I had it in the past, mm-hmm. so, I, so I could have an awareness of what it was for me, at least a little bit, somewhere. I didn't come from a family that was like, you should be joyful and happy. I came from a good Irish yeah. working family. It was not part of my upbringing. 
we had vacations that were fun. We could have some play, but joy and peace and ease and things like that were not something right. I ever heard talked about. <laughs> so right. that's something I had to learn, you know? I didn't I didn't grow up with that. So I had to learn what it was and look at what, you know, doing the body work that I do. I absolutely love mm-hmm. doing that. I can work on a, a, a body. You know, someone comes in with something crazy going on, and time will totally change. I'll have to be surprised. Oh, the hour and hour session's up. Or it's over in 15 minutes. i got to kind of finish up here. I would get in that place often when I was working with bodies and doing sessions. Which, how cool is that? To have a job that was getting paid for, and it was something I absolutely loved. So I, that was one of the things I started acknowledging. Um, moments with my kids, just like this delight of their being the world creating, you know, this yeah. newness of the world to them, would have that time standing still moments for me, going to yeah. dance classes. But there were things I had that I, that I be, you know, that were there before I started asking the questions that I could look at. So, you know, for people listening, just, you know, what, where in your life have you had that sense of peace or ease or joy? And just perceive the energy of it. Have it with you now. Expand it out and ask, okay, what would it take to have more of that in my life? And what would it take to acknowledge it when it shows up? Because we can miss it really easily in our you know, the way we do life in this reality, from hard work. And yeah. I'm yeah. overwhelmed. We can really things. miss it. Really yeah. miss it. I mean, not only really miss it like in a moment, like a moment, like I really missed it today, that thing, but create an entire life where that uh-huh. feeling of harmony and joy is non-existent. Non-existent. Yeah, and out of that, what do we develop? We develop resentment. And so this idea of creating this integration and starting somewhere, please, those of you listening, start somewhere, you know, make a conscious choice to say, I'm going to just, today, I'm going to do this one thing that's going to change the level of internal chaos you may be feeling. And there are some questions to ask around this, right? What are your priorities? Is it work? Is it family? Is it body? Right? You know, let's yeah. look at some of the questions. And and I love the one that you came up with. This one, this is this is like, oh, what is required of you in every moment? Yeah. That's oh a my great gosh. question. Yeah. That was that's one that saved me. I would say that that got me through having young children and being a single mom more than anything mm-hmm. with work, um, you know, and having to create money, the money I had to create to support everyone. All of that, I had moments that weren't very fun, um, but asking, okay, is what's required of me right now? Mm-hmm. Like last night was a, a what's required of me moment. I get a phone call, okay, got an article and have to eat dinner, and my daughter's going, you know. What's required of me? It's obvious. Go into the emergency room with her. Um, but it can be for everything. And you'll get what you'll, when you ask that question, you're not looking for an answer. You're looking for an awareness that's light about what's required. Like, is anything required? Do my children require anything of me right now? Does my work, does, you know, I've got a couple articles. I'm like, which one is required for me to look at right now? What's required of me of that? And so I don't have to do this cognitively. I can allow the energies that are the loudest to show up and let me see. And then my life starts to look really different. It looks Maybe it looks chaotic. It mm. can look crazy. But it's, there's an ease and there's a flow with it because it's, it's all the things that are actually requiring my attention or requiring a being or a doing. The ones that are the loudest are the ones that I put my attention on. The other ones don't go away. But they can really start changing when you look at one. It's a really different way to, quote-unquote, organize your day or your life is to go by what is required or what are your priorities and is it, that may work better for some people. Um, yeah, I, I, I think for, for folks listening, you know, my mom used to say something really interesting to me. She was the master of perseverance. I learned from my mom, my stepmom, I learned how, what perseverance really means when you are committed to achieving a dream or or a goal or something. You know, she mm-hmm. never used the word yeah. goals. She didn't believe in goals. Um, but there was something cool. in your life you wanted to see more of, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, right. I like that. And she yeah. would ask that question. 
she would she would ask all of us, you know, girls, girls, there were three girls until my brother came. Girls, what do we want to see more of here? You know, mm. and she would ask it around anything, Glenna. It would be around what do we want more of to eat? And, you know, and it was fascinating to watch. But the thing that I loved about her without her saying, you got to take time out for you. When my mom's bingo time came, mm. there was pretty much nothing going to get in the way of the bingo. That, That's great. Yeah, that was my dad. It's like, honey, the food is here. Get it out of the fridge. You know, you want more than this? Make it. I'm going to bingo. And that was it. She didn't ask for very much, but that was her joy spot. How can we help our listeners begin to find some way that they can tap into their joy moment and still get everything done that they need to get done? Well, oh. I love that story of your mom and asking for more. I mean, that's just so different that you're always looking and asking for more. It shows that there's an abundance to the universe, you guys. There was an abundance. You could always continually be asking for more. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you are allowed to ask for more. I mean, that's something we're allowed to do. It's an abundant universe, and we're allowed to ask for the things that work for us and for more. There's mm-hmm. never too much. There's never too much of anything that you're having fun with. When, you know, so Axis has a great mantra, which I've said on this show before, and it's all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Mm-hmm. Now, that, I think we, I actually did one show here um, with, yeah. was with Blossom, maybe last year, Blossom Bennett, yeah. where we talked about that. So all of life coming to you with ease, joy, and glory, it's, it's allowing even the things you don't think you like that don't seem fun to start changing and come to you with ease, joy, and glory. You know, what is, you know, there's things in our lives that aren't that fun. Mine was making dinners. We talked about it a bunch on the show. Um, how did I change that? So all of my life, so that started to come with ease, joy, and glory. You know, and that question, if you ask it 10 times in the morning and 10 times at night, you'll start seeing a change, and it can be really weird. All of a sudden, you'll be in traffic, and what used to always <laughs> piss you off in traffic, and you'd be grumbling yeah. about it in your head, you'll Look yeah. around, you'll realize that you're listening to something really cool on the radio. You're thinking about what you're going to create that day, and there's traffic everywhere, and you're not mad. And that mm. just became easy. And the commute maybe gets shorter or something about it becomes ease. So this is a great way to start changing these things that we're talking about. You can have more awareness about what is joyful and start changing the things that you think aren't into what they actually could truly be. Because a lot of the things we're complaining about actually aren't as bad as we think they are. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not as messed up as we think they are. We often are supposed to have a point of view that something isn't working, but maybe actually it is. Maybe you actually do like your job more than you know. Maybe you actually mm-hmm. do like cleaning the house more than you know. And if you really don't, who can you hire to do it? There's a lot of simple ways, but start. It all starts with choice and asking questions. Um, to start changing the things. Like, what could I change here I've never considered? What choices do I have here I've never considered? You know, and, and creating a life that is from, you know, all of it coming to you, for me, is joy and glory. Now that's a choice you make. And really, I, mm-hmm. I, I you know, go for it, listen. Ask your question in the morning, ask it in the evening, and see what changes. Um, you can email me afterwards at glennaglennarice.com and let me know if you notice anything different or a month. I know it changed stuff for me and a lot of people that have used it, and it's pretty simple. You just have, you just have to remember to say it. I usually sometimes well, say it I, yeah, just before I get you guys, in bed. When, when you both did that show, I mean, that's when things, that's for me, things started change for me because, <laughs> you know, you live with a, you live in a box when you say to yourself, yeah, I've got a lot of work and I got to get it done, and you don't explore that possibility. So one more time, tell folks what they, what they might do at night. Let's review this question one more time. Okay. Yeah, and it's actually, it's a request for all of your life, everything, all of your life to come to you with ease, with joy, and glory. Ease, joy, and glory. So ease, we got that. You know, ease, and ease looks different for everyone. 
it's not. It, it's just things that seem difficult don't have to be. Things show up with ease. Money comes to you with ease. You're, you know, get your kids to school with ease. Joy. That's something you know we've been talking about. Things that make put a smile on your face, like your ping pong games, are joy for you. And glory, which is an exuberant abundance of life, like what your mom was saying. What else can we have more of? Mm-hmm. And an exuberance about the abundance that is there. You know, you get things that you didn't know you were going to get. You're surprised by, you know, the wonderful outfit you found at, on a sale at a store. It's like, oh, my God, these things are joyful, exuberant abundance of what you're receiving, acknowledging what you're receiving. So all of those things start to show up differently when you say that. So all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Ten times in the morning, ten times in the evening, if you're someone who likes a little bit of structure, <laughs> I'm not good with that. I remember to say it as often as I can. I have it written on some things. Um, and when things are funky, that's one of my go-tos. I'll say it mm-hmm. 500 times if I have to in a day, if I'm not having a great day. And it changes mm-hmm. things. Because you just start looking at things differently. Energetically, things start to change around you. I didn't know we would be talking about that tool. How fun. I love to talk about well, that one. It's very fun because part of this is not just about talking about things that we've discovered open up doors of possibility, but sharing that with others, you know, sharing the notion of of what else is possible. You know, the good news is, you know, my friends don't ask me anymore. You know, they don't stop me and ask me. But, you know, there's this perception that people have of me that isn't 100% true. Everybody perceives how busy I am. And and I don't really quite know what to do about that. You know, they always are looking at how busy I am. And I don't feel like, I don't feel the energy of busy. You know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like I'm going through my day and I'm doing my thing. But when people say, oh, I know how busy you are, I'm thinking, okay, because you know that I do a lot of work or like what? You know, I've never (laughs) said to anybody I'm busy. You, You know what I'm saying? But there's a perception. And I guess, you know, we pay a lot of attention to other people's perceptions. Yes, we can. And what if we didn't have to? I think that's a perception a lot of people have of very creative people. And you are very creative and you're creating all the time. And that's not something that you see all the time. And so how can you judge that? They're busy. They're working all the time. And then you start saying, you know, you see them and you go, oh, my God, you must be overwhelmed with everything. How do you do it all? How do you travel? How do you, how do you, how do you? Like, it goes a lot. How do you do that with three kids? It's, it's like, wow, it's a choice. It's my life. I, my life doesn't feel busy either. Um, it feels really full and rich and yummy a lot of the time. And it's, I do a lot of stuff, but that's me. If I wasn't this busy, that I would be going crazy. I don't know what I'd be. I'd be creating problems probably if I had something to do because that's part of what I'd be. And if you mm-hmm. are that kind of a person, what else can you add to your life is the greatest question you can start asking. What else can mm-hmm. I add to my life? Yeah. And Busy doesn't exist when you do what you love, when you're creating what you love. I don't know. Is that true for you? You know, I don't have a sense of the busy thing. You know, I mean, I guess, I guess there might be saying some people that say, oh, really? You spent six hours playing table tennis? What a slacker. You know, so every, (laughs) right? I mean, what did my mom used to say? My mom used to say, oh, honey, you can't win for losing. I never understood what that meant. I I, I still don't really know what that means. But it's one of those things. (laughs) Is that the weirdest expression that you ever heard? Um, And I think I've said it before. (laughs) Do you know it? Like, you can't, honey, you can't win for losing. I don't know what that means. But I think her point to us was, listen, you're not going to please everybody around you. You know, stay true to yourself. And that's a very interesting life journey, you know, to stay true to oneself, right? Yes, absolutely. Stay Mm -hmm. true. Well, yeah, to stay true to yourself, to choose your life um, unapologetically. And Mm -hmm. people will judge you. 
the greater you get, the more successful you get, the more amazing you get, the more your life is working. This is weird for this reality. People will judge you. Um, and if you receive the judgments as just an interesting point of view, you're actually going to have a greater life because you'll never use those people's judgments to stop you. You know, keep choosing for you, whether, you know, if you get successful, people are going to see it as something wrong or find a way to bring mm-hmm. you down. That's the way this reality works. Interesting point of view, they have that point of view. What do you want mm-hmm. to choose? You know, you'd really let some idiot's point of view about you change what you'd like to choose. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a choice. Like, what do you want to create? Mm-hmm. What do you want to create in your life? And what do you want it to be like? And how much fun could that be? What if, you know, you, what if you had 10 more minutes of fun tomorrow in your life and you have today? Just 10 more minutes. Yeah. What that look like? You know, there's one, um, you know, I've been, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, said this many times, to have one day a week for you and one hour a day for you and your body, you know, including your body in this. And it took mm-hmm. so long. So I was like, I don't know how to put an hour a day in for my body. You know, I might mm-hmm. go to a dance class for a few hours once a month or something like that, but that was just like, a whole day or even an hour. And then I mm. got it was about it was about receiving and it was about receiving more. And when I do those days, I actually create more on those days. Because I'm receiving for me and my body and that everything I start to create is more because I'm receiving yeah. more. And creation is part of creation is receiving the information, the flow, everything is talking about. So you know, what if you could have an hour a day for you and your body? Or one day? a week for you in your body. So, you know, mm-hmm. Six hours of table tennis, I'm saying that's a pretty cool thing. I, I love to have <laughs> six hours of mini activities. I am applauding you for having that. You know, I, I it, so I don't want to be kind of making everybody right here in a moment, but I will say this. Uh, my time that I put in to my passion of building this network and really bringing a positivity movement out into the world. It's my joy. And so I put time, right? As other people would say, time. I spent time doing that. But you know, you're right. Others don't see it as as time spent on your passion, your purpose, and your life's calling. They see time you're working. And Mm -hmm. what you try to say is that, Six hours, thank you. I only I play twice a week, so I didn't even tell you the other day um, that I play. Um, but I know that if I'm playing that time, and it is play for me, I'm yeah. probably spending, just so everybody, you know, the next six hours doing my life's passion, which is yeah. seeing this dream become a reality. And helping so many others do the same thing. You know, I don't, how does it get any better than that, Glenna? How does it get any better? And that's totally what with this whole integration of your life and your work. That's a beautiful example of it. When you receive your body and your joy, that's with the table tennis, you actually have more, I don't know how it works. I don't, I couldn't tell you the logical way this works, but it does work this way. You then have more creative juices for everything else that you love to do. It's like everything mm-hmm. contributes to everything and you have more of all the things that are contributing to your life mm-hmm. and what you're choosing. Yeah. Yeah. I am so energized. And I think that the people listening today, you know, my mom, you know, raising three girls and a boy, right? And, and my dad, I, let's just say, and my dad too. And mm-hmm. to do it in a way where you know, we didn't come with a lot of money to get things done. And, you know, at the same time, just watching her take that time for herself, that was so important for us as kids. We didn't understand it as kids, though. You know, we didn't understand that mom going to play bingo was taking time for ourselves. But we do have to allow ourselves to do it, Glenna, and do it without shame and guilt. Exactly. Well, there is that phrase, when mom's happy, everyone's happy. So somehow kids... Oh, boy. That. <laughs> oh, boy. That can be another show. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's make that another show because, you know, what we, what we would do as kids, every time we'd see mom not be happy, we'd say, mom, why don't you go to bingo? Honestly, that's mm-hmm. what we would do. Mm-hmm. 
try to get her to get out of the house, go to bingo. Because we knew when she came back, um, not to mention she would uh, win like more than she'd lose. She was relaxed. And isn't that what we're talking today about balance yep. versus integration? Yep, that is. It's so much that. That's mm-hmm. funny. My kids, I'm like, should I go for a run? They're all like, go. Go, <laughs> They know. Yeah. We, yeah. How much do we not acknowledge that children of what, what did make our parents happy when they were choosing for them? You know, I mean, just acknowledging it for your life, but it's for the people around you to notice what is, is that brings them joy that they not may not see. And, you know, what would it take to look at that, too? Yeah, like Let's a take homework. a look at it next week because we really okay. have to help. All of us really need some help with stepping into the possibilities of joy. Whether it's ourselves, our parents, you know, we know that just like the cars we drive, Glenna, we need to put gas in our tank. And that's the difference between balance and integration now. I've mm-hmm. never attempted to put balance in my life and it felt like a full tank of gas. It was yeah. so much work. I was trying to reach the impossible. Thank you so much for today. How can people find out more about you again? And what's your personal message? Thank you so much. Glennarice.com is website. Lots of information. You can reach, get my number and emails from there. And actionsconsciousness.com slash Dr. Glennarice to find out my work, work schedule. And mm-hmm. what can you add to, le- add to your life that's greater than you could ever imagine? Mm. I love it. I love it. I actually thought Linda won the lottery ticket the other day when um, the winner was from Jersey. I actually thought that happened. I know. I know. I was right there in that moment. Yeah. Me, me and my big self right there in that moment. (laughs) Dr. Glenn Rice, everybody. I'm Dr. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Be in the moment of your own winning. We'll see you next time. Audio was via a Skype call.